to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Freedom Nation podcast. My name is Jeff Kickle, and I'm your host. What is Freedom Nation? Well, Freedom Nation is an offshoot of a planning topic that I've used for years with my clients. I started doing this about two years ago because we talked about the topic of retirement, and it was just not resonating with people. So I started to really rethink that and realize that if you think about retirement, it's so far out for most people. You know, if you're in your 20s or 30s, you you basically have to work, you know, in the typical retirement scenario, another 20 or 30, at least that amount, maybe 40 years before you reach what everybody feels like is retirement. What I started to to talk about with my clients was what about a freedom day? That first day that you wake up and you have enough income or assets to not have to get up and go to work that day, whether it's passive income, a small business, uh, investments that generate that income for you, whatever it is, the ability to generate that income so that you don't have to go to a job that you hate, you don't have to be away from your family as much, all those things, whatever is important to you, that's what you need to be thinking about when it comes to your own personal freedom day. So who am I? Well, first off, uh, once again, my name is Jeff Kickle. I've been in the financial services industry for going on about 28 years at this point. This has started in uh, October of 2021. I um, have been doing financial planning for the majority of that time worked for a major financial services firm. It's how I got into the industry for almost 17 years and then had a series of a couple of companies that I'd gone to before going out on my own and starting my own individual practice. So today I own my own individual financial services practice. Uh, in addition to that, a few years ago, I really went on a journey and, and over the next several episodes, I'll talk about that journey. But uh, I went out on a journey uh, of entrepreneurship really learning to become an entrepreneur. As I look back over my lifetime now, I actually was always entrepreneurial, um, but I was what I would call an intrapreneur. I was inside of someone else's company. They were paying me and I was being entrepreneurial inside of that company. The times that I was happiest in my career were the times where I was just kind of left alone to, to figure it out. I was just kind of parachuted in, given some guidelines, and it was up to me to figure out how to complete the project. Um, I did this multiple times with major national product or projects uh, with the, the, the company that I worked for at the time and subsequent companies that I went to work for. It was also that very similar thing. I, I was given projects that I would just grab the ball and run with it and get the project completed. Now, the times in my life where I was the least happy were the times when I was forced to 
kind of just toe the line and be a, uh, you know, be part of the, uh, the team and, and not have to really have anything new or innovative. It was just, you know, basically managing and running things. And that's just not who I am and it's not what I enjoy. So that said, um, I went on a journey a few years ago and realized that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I had been scared of leaving the companies that I'd worked for, for all the years that I'd been. So I haven't been a natural entrepreneur my entire life. Uh, during my life, I, I started almost seven businesses now um, before the three that I own currently, and all of them failed miserably. And it was because of lack of commitment. It was not because the ideas were bad, couple cases they were, but most of the time they were good ideas, but I didn't execute on them correctly. Uh, so that doesn't mean every time you start a business or you think about starting a business that it's going to work. Uh, sometimes the ideas are bad. Sometimes it's just literally you, you're not committed to it. And when it gets hard, you quit. And I've seen that from my friends and people that I've observed over the last several years. They're, you know, when it gets tough, they would just bail out. So let's talk a little bit about what got me into the entrepreneurial world. And that was, I had written a book, my first book ever. I was really excited about going out there and promoting it. And I thought, you know, maybe I should just start a podcast, which this was funny. It was about five years ago and I'd actually never listened to a podcast before. So I decided, you know what, maybe I better listen to one and kind of get a feel for how they work. I also figured, well, maybe there's a book out there that would teach me how to do a podcast. And it just so happened that I found a book written by a gentleman named John Lee Dumas. And John was a podcaster, a very successful podcaster at this time. He had had a podcast for about two years when I started listening to it. And he was the very first person that ever did a daily business podcast where he interviewed entrepreneurs. And I started listening to his podcast and became obsessed with it. And at that time, I was at least twice a month commuting from the Austin area where I live today up into uh, Dallas. And as I would go up there, I was listening to his podcast. And I got to the point where I would start to listen to him at one and a half times speed because I wanted to get through as many as possible. But what I started finding was this whole group of people that had started businesses who were no smarter than I was, who were no more ambitious than I was. They just took the opportunity to do it. And they were experts at specific areas. Some of them just were nerds about what they did and they loved it. Uh, some of them, it was a hobby that turned into a business. But the common trend was these were people that had no specific special skills. They just went out and they created businesses and they went out and they worked hard and they found ways to promote their product or, or their business online. And that was really the first 30 shows of John's podcast was these people. And he continued to go on after that. And I continued to listen, but the more I listened to it, it was almost like entrepreneurial brainwashing in some aspect. I kept seeing the same trends. I mean, the same way that they took off you know, and started their business. They, they all had found something that there was a problem with 
and they had a solution for it. So they had an audience of people that they listened to who said, I, you know, I, I love what some people are doing, but they're missing this, this, and this. And they went and fixed the this, this, and this and created products and services for that. So that took me along that process. And at the time, I was not overjoyed with my current employment. Uh, I had really kind of run to the end of the line. I'd been with this firm for, at that time, probably nine months. And I saw the handwriting on the wall that it was not going to be the long-term place that I was going to stay. I really hated my job every day I got up. And that is just not the life to live. I'd always been the company man. I'd always been the the one that, you know, I, I was there for the company. I always thought the, the one firm that I was with, I would have been with for the rest of my career. Uh, but things change. And, I, you know, I, I look at it as leadership in a lot of cases. Uh, there was poor leadership in the company that I was currently at. And I just saw that it was not going to be the place I wanted to stay for the long run. And at that point, I was really kind of fed up with working for anybody. I really had got to the point of I got tired of watching people make stupid mistakes for me when I could easily make stupid mistakes for myself, but at least work for myself at that point. So that was uh, that was the beginnings of my entrepreneurial journey. Within the next three months, I had identified a problem in my community, which was there was very little office space for small businesses. Um, there was also very little place or very few places that small business owners, especially entrepreneurs or solopreneurs could work out of, you know, so they were working out of Starbucks. They were working out of uh, the local restaurants and you could start to see the handwriting on the wall with the places like Starbucks. You know, originally they had the big comfy chairs. You know, if you think back to the 1990s and the friends world, you know, the, the friends coffee shop was the model for a lot of coffee shops. These big comfy couches and places to sit and places for people to spend hours upon hours upon hours. Uh, what had happened, though, is people decided, well, this is a great place to work. So I'm going to go sit in these nice, big, comfy chairs all day long and not buy coffee. And you could start to see it from the Starbucks point of view that they started becoming, you know, they'd make the table smaller. There were less outlets for, you know, you to plug your computer into. You know, there might be three outlets in the entire area, whereas before they were everywhere. Um, there was big, comfy chairs. Now they made, you know, wooden chairs with really tiny tables. So you really couldn't park all day long and sit there and do your work. And so I started seeing that as a trend that was changing the world that we were living in. And I figured there's needs to be a place for people to work. And I had visited several co-working spaces in Austin and a co-working space is a shared office. Uh, it's a place for people that you know need to work for a day, a week, a month, a year, whatever, uh, whether they just need a, a space to work in or they need a desk that they can come to every day and leave some things at or an office. And I designed a co-working space in our area. Uh, I was able to come up with a good business plan. There was no model to do this with. So I literally had to make it happen from ground zero. There wasn't a franchise I could buy. 
this was, you know, the beginnings of the co-working movement. And I created a, a space um, along with my team. We created a brand. We designed a space that was very open to the world. Uh, one of the things I hate about buildings is the fact that most buildings are a box inside of a box. So you have windows, but it's only the, the high-end folks in the, in the business that get to see the outside world. And I didn't want that to happen. So we designed a space that's really airy. Every space that you're in, you can see the outside world. And that was the beginning of T-Works. Um, we started our co-working spaces in March of 2016. And for me, that was my very first Freedom Day. Uh, that was the day that I replaced the income I had, not quite all of it, but I had, I made enough to be able to pay our basic expenses and I was able to quit my job. Uh, at the same time, I also took my career and my business or my book of business, which I had had and started my financial services company at the same time. Uh, that has since been merged in with a, a friend of mine. And we have our own practice, and we'll talk about that later, about partnering up with people and everything else. But that became, for me, that first day that I felt somewhat free. Um, in one of the next couple of episodes, I'll talk a little bit about the challenges I had uh, working for someone else, uh, one of the, the things that happened to me, and you'll, you'll learn a little bit more about that. So um, I'm here recording in my space in T-Works in Cedar Park. Um, I have a little office that's set up that has all my recording equipment in it. It's got my computer. Um, I record these shows on a, an app that's called Zencaster. I've got really good recording equipment that I've purchased over the years. Uh, during COVID, it became absolutely necessary to have good sound, good video. So I invested in all of this uh, during the, the pandemic and really built this little studio for myself just for the purposes of building, you know, one, a, a good place to have conversations um, remotely because that was the world we lived in for a while. But it was also my um, opportunity to really develop a podcast. I've, I've done two podcasts in my life and I had a YouTube show for almost three years uh, where I interviewed entrepreneurs. So that leads us to this current podcast and really my passion around Freedom Day and what I call Freedom Nation. It's, it's the group of us, our tribe of people that are daring to be a little different. We're not the people that want to just follow everybody's advice and, you know, you work for 40 years at an employer, you know, either one or multiple employers, and you get to a point in time where you get to retire. And then at that point, you get to do all the fun things that you've ever wanted to do. Well, that's not really a life. That's not really what I consider living your fullest life. Um, for me, it was trying to break myself free from the corporate culture and be able to build something for myself and to be able to have control over that myself. For you, that might be something different. The show is going to be three days a week, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Uh, we'll post the shows somewhere midday on each of those days. So I encourage you, 
wherever you're listening to this. Um, we're on all the major podcast channels. Uh, we're on iTunes or, or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, and many other channels. So wherever you're listening to this, make sure that you subscribe right now uh, because we will be doing these shows and we want to make sure that you know that we're out there as soon as possible. Uh, in addition to that, um, I will be sharing a lot of concepts. So the first 30 shows are you're going to learn a lot about me and you're going to learn a lot about the concept of Freedom Day. I am going to spend that time period teaching you the principles of Freedom Day the way I have uh, the way I've taught my clients. I'm in the process of finishing up a book right now uh, that's called Freedom Day, Quit the Job You Hate and Live the Life You Love. That will be coming out around December of 2021. So look for that in the future. Uh, there'll be some offers before then to get you know, copies of the first chapter and things like that so that you can start to learn a little bit more about Freedom Day. But that'll be more in depth. There is also going to be a corresponding website with this uh, podcast where there'll be some tools that you can download. You know, just different things around budgeting, around the concepts of Freedom Day, or understanding, you know, business and small businesses and ways to generate income. Uh, one of the things that I'm, I'm going to encourage you to do and one of the key components of the Freedom Day process is to create what's called a freedom engine or multiple freedom engines. Um, these are not necessarily a business. Most times they are. But it might be rental real estate. It might be other means of generating revenue legally. Uh, and the whole purpose of that is going to be to get you out of debt, to get you focused on generating enough income that you can replace your existing income. Now, let me for those of you that love where you work, let me just stop right here and say Freedom Day doesn't mean that you're going to quit your job and do what I did and go off and run your own business. Freedom Day means that you have enough income outside of your current career that if you decided you didn't want to get up to work in the morning, you could. You could go off and do something different. Um, if your passion is fishing, then, you know, you go off on your own and, and fish. If your passion is, you know, woodworking, you know, as long as you have enough income, you can go be a woodworker or whatever that means. So Freedom Day is just that day when you know that if you didn't want to get up that morning, you didn't have to. And that's what we're going to get you to. That's what we're going to focus on over the next however long we're together with this. Uh, once we get past the first, let's say, 20, 25 shows, we're going to start to do a lot of work interviewing other entrepreneurs. Uh, these are people that either I know or I've reached out to who have gone from working in the corporate world to creating their own freedom engines and really, you know, following their passions, following their loves, enjoying what they're doing, finding out what, you know, what makes them tick, what, you know, made them jump out there on their own. By then, you'll know a lot more about me and my story, but you'll also get to hear others and other people that have done this. The purpose of those interviews is that I want you to understand that you're not, you know, these people are no smarter. They're no more driven than you. Just like I looked at, these are people that went out on their own and decided to create businesses 
because it was something that they had a passion for. It was something that they really felt like they needed to uh, to create something because they were just tired where they were at, or they didn't enjoy what they were doing, or they felt like there was an opportunity out there. One of the key things about these shows that I'm going to encourage you to do is almost every one of these shows, there is going to be a call to action for you. It's going to be something, uh, especially the the initial shows, we're going to encourage you to do something related to that. I'm a big believer in ensuring that if I'm going to teach you something, I want you to actually do it. I don't want you to just sit and listen to these. I want you to listen to them and take what's, you know, take what we talk about and take action, do something. And so there'll be little projects as we go that you can download worksheets for. There's, you know, things that you'll want to do to be able to, you know, continue to, to pursue this your way. Um, I hope every one of you that is listening is going to be interested in finding your own personal freedom day. It's not the path that everybody follows. Uh, hopefully, the more we get the word out, uh, more people are going to realize that freedom day is the way to go and that, you know, stopping thinking about retirement is the important thing. We need to understand what it takes to get to our freedom day because that's not something that is time bound. It's something that literally could happen in a week or two. Let's say you already have a little side gig and you decide, you know what, I'm making enough in that side gig to pick, cover my basics. Maybe if I could do that full time, I could make a lot more money and replace my income. You know, freedom day may be tomorrow for you. For some people, Freedom Day may take several more years to do. The key with this is, is to get started, um, to take a look at your current situation, take a little bit of a, a gut check for yourself to see, do you really enjoy what you're doing currently? And should you continue to do that forever? I will tell you it is a freeing experience and you'll, you'll learn about that very, very soon as I, as I share some of the things that happened to me my last, let's say, 15 years of working for somebody else, uh, there was an event that happened that really had a, a psychological effect on me. So I encourage you to continue to listen. Uh, we love feedback. So first off, like I said before, make sure wherever you're listening to this that you subscribe. Almost all these channels are going to have some means of communicating. So I encourage you to communicate with us uh, through those podcast channels. If you want to communicate with me directly, you can email me at jeff at jeff kickle, J-E-F-F at J-E-F-F-K-I-K-E-L dot com. And I answer all emails that come to me. So I encourage you to shoot me an email, put a comment in the in the podcast channel, whatever you want to do, I encourage you to do that. And let's, let's start to build a dialogue. My goal is to build for us a opportunity for all of us to be part of a tribe together. Um, this is something that is a passion for me. I want to see you be successful and I want to hear about that. We will be launching in just a few days a Facebook channel as well as an Instagram channel. Um, I would encourage you, if you are committed to this and you're committed to 
the Freedom Day process, you go to one of our social media channels and it's Freedom Nation. You can find us on Facebook and find us on Instagram. Or if you look in the show notes, you can link directly to our sites. And if you're committed to this, just like I am, go into our social media, put a, po- or put a post in there and hashtag Freedom Day. Claim your own Freedom Day. So with that, thank you so much for listening. I look forward to getting to know some of you over the next several months, years, and however long we're together. And look forward to working with you as part of your own personal Freedom Day and helping you get to your own personal Freedom Day. So this is Jeff signing off. We'll see you here very soon. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 